Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day one in our Resurrection Reflections series. Resurrection Reflections will be a nine-part series on a moment with Jesus. Like our Christmas contemplation series, we will take a break from our normal chapter-by-chapter readings of one book of the Bible. In Resurrection Reflections, we will journey towards Jesus' death and resurrection through the four Gospel accounts. Resurrection Reflections are meant to prepare your heart for the celebration of Easter. The hope is that it would help you see Jesus' heart in a fresh way, to experience his deep love, forgiveness, and sacrifice for you, and in turn, that you'd be drawn into joy and gratitude that sinks into your soul. Before we begin, take a moment to allow your soul to quiet. Invite Jesus into this experience with you. Let us begin today in prayer. Jesus, prepare our hearts for this journey as we reflect on your life and death and resurrection. May we experience your love more deeply. Would you carve out space in our days to consider you leading up to Easter? Allow us to reflect, even today perhaps, if there's a posture or an attitude or an action you'd want us to consider in the coming days 
to draw closer to you? Would you draw us into deeper communion with you? In Jesus' name, amen. Today, we will be reading from John chapter 2, verses 13 through 22. Mark chapter 8, verses 31 through 33. Chapter 9, verses 30 to 32. chapter 10 verses 32 through 34 the gospel of john chapter 2 verses 13 through 22 the passover of the jews was at hand and jesus went up to jerusalem in the temple he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons, and the money changers sitting there. And making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and oxen. And he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables and he told those who sold pigeons, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. So the Jews said to him, What sign do you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. The Gospel of Mark Chapter 8 Verses 31-33 to 33. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. And he said this plainly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, 
Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Chapter 9, verses 30 through 32. They went on from there and passed through Galilee. And he did not want anyone to know, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying, and were afraid to ask him. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 32 through 34. And they were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them, and they were amazed. And those who followed were afraid. And taking the twelve again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him, saying, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles. And they will mock him, and spit on him, and flog him, and kill him. And after three days, he will rise. Now that we have heard the words of today's scriptures, let us move into a time of reflection. Today, we are starting by looking at some of the places Jesus foretold his death and resurrection. What stood out to you as I read these? What did you notice? If you can, Try to imagine yourself receiving this information as a disciple. For us, in our place in redemptive history, we know the end of the story. But for the disciples, Jesus had not yet died and risen. They were receiving this information without the full understanding we live in today. Imagine what it might have been like trying to comprehend what Jesus was telling them. Take some time to reflect on these things.
the John passage, we see Jesus foretelling this huge shift that he is the new temple. In this passage, we might also notice that it's in and around Passover. And this is an earlier Passover from the one that we'll read in the coming days that is closer to the death of Jesus. This passage is coming right at the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry. And this shift that Jesus will be the new temple means that people will have access to him that won't be tied to a specific physical space, but instead a person, Jesus. And in the coming days, we'll talk more about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit dwells inside the believer. But today, take some time to dwell on how Jesus' death and resurrection gives us access to him on a personal level.
as we continue in reflection, take some time to consider where you feel like you're at in your faith today. Maybe you've had a Lenten practice going already. Maybe today is the first moment you really had to consider that Easter is coming. As we begin this series, use these next few minutes as a check-in with God. Now that we have spent some time in reflection, let us move into a time of intentional prayer. Pray for a deepening in your relationship with God in these reflections leading up to Easter.
as we continue to pray. Is there anything heavy in your life right now? Is there an area you desire renewal in? Is there anything you'd like to bring to God in a spirit of confession, remembering that he is faithful to forgive? Pray as these topics meet you. As we continue to pray, what would you say the noise level in your life is like right now? Sometimes in prayer, it can be a battle to quiet the distractions of our lives. Take this last movement of prayer to sit in silence and listen to God. Notice what comes up. Perhaps it's just the gift to pause. As you sit in the quiet, distractions are normal. And as you notice them, return to Jesus.
as we begin to close, if you feel like there is much more to talk with God about today, or maybe you just want to sit in his presence a bit longer, press pause and continue on. But if you feel ready to wrap up and move on into whatever may be next, let us close together in prayer. Jesus, thank you for your sacrificial life, death, and resurrection. Thank you that we have close, personal, access to you. We don't have to go to a specific place or gain access through another human, but that we have access to you right where we are. Mold and shape our hearts in the coming days. May we be increasingly more aware of your love. Create new life in the hard and dry places in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.